This is a HeadGum Podcast. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes. That is what I... to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fucks. You've seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. What the fucking is in the bag? What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome to WHM Mailbag, everybody. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside Stephen Sadak, Christopher Cabin, Eric Siska, and special guest in studio, because we're recording in the HeadGum Studios in Los Angeles, Amir Blumenfeld. How wow. you doing, buddy? Nailed the last name, too. Did you know the last name, or did you have to ask somebody downstairs? I, I asked no one. You knew Blumenfeld? Blumenfeld, yeah. That's pretty solid. This is yeah. my first time knowing that, so what, yeah. I'm glad I know that. Now. What yeah. do you get, the, like, Bloomfields? Yeah, I got a Blumenfield. I got a Blumfeld. I got a Bloomfield. I got a Blumfield. I get a green sometimes if they're way off. <laughs> <laughs> really missing the mark with yeah. a green. <laughs> but I've seen, like, people start shows before, and they're like, hey, we're in the studio with, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was on the edge of my seat. I was like, how is he going to pull this off? Yeah. Watch him whiff. And that's a weird, it's a weird name a yeah. little bit for yeah. some. Um, and you, of course, are also the, do you say, do you like, do you guys share the host or are you co-host of If I Were You, of course? Oh yeah, I'll say co-host. Co-host. say co-host. Co-host of If I Were You, that's correct, yeah. yeah. And Jake's his host. Yeah, Jake's his host. <laughs> I co-host. Uh, you drew the short straw, which is why you're here today. That's right. And Jesus is our co-pilot, so there's three that's, people. That's that's true. He's, He's always, always right with us. Yeah. Always um, Can I start with something from real life that just happened uh, in the HeadGum studio? I think we have to address this oh, because real? it's... Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a little so bit of an incident downstairs. Well, yeah. We, uh, we all uh, we went out to a nice breakfast. Everyone decided to do a bathroom run. I yeah. was last. Chris was before me. Uh-huh. And I go in the bathroom, the nice headgum bathroom. Yeah. And the sink is still running. The, the faucet running. is just I, going. I, I like to prepare for the next person. <laughs> that's Got not it. true. And, that's, and that was that was ready to go. That was the story you had. And I would like to say that I think that that's horseshit. Well, well you know I what? Think... In Chris's defense, California has too much water. Yeah. <laughs> We're suffering an anti-drought right mm-hmm. now. Just ask Tom Selleck and his avocados. What's, what's going on with his avocados? Tom Selleck has an avocado farm, mm-hmm. which, because I guess Blue Bloods isn't really working out. <laughs> I mean, it's doing fine. <laughs> no, still that, on. That was, That's a surprise enough. That was the joke. Okay, I'm sorry. Is it actually a farm, or is it just his yard? <laughs> his garden? I don't know. I, th- I think he sells avocados, but he was caught sort of like stealing water from wow. another place for these avocados, these Mustache brand avocado. Well, wow. see, that's smart because he has something to fall back on after Blue Butts, whereas Donnie Wahlberg, I imagine, is clenching to that thing <laughs> with all his might. Oh, no, he just thought somebody else was going to grow avocados after him, so he decided to just leave it running. <laughs> yes. Smart. See, smart guys think why, like me I don't and understand Donnie Wahlberg. Why you couldn't just say, oops, I accidentally left the zinc on, because not. that's what happened. No, well, I mean, he, why would I do that? That's a lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to our audience now. That's even worse. All right. Let's get to some letters. Okay. Because I'm getting aggravated <laughs> at, your, at your ignorance, Chris Cabin. Steve Sadak, why don't you start us off here? Uh, dear, uh, sorry, we hate earthquakes. 
um, dear sirs, uh, international listener here from Mexico City, which nice. we're only starting with because Amir is here. I want to be like, oh, we're, we've got people all over the place. Right? Thank you. Yeah. All over the globe. I mm-hmm. uh, love your podcast in general and your pop culture <laughs> references in particular uh, because I think you're on the exact same age as all of you. Anywho, uh, yesterday I was listening to the It episode while eating a sandwich. A sandwich. Which episode? It. The It oh, episode. Okay. He was doing like a who's on the first yeah, thing. Thank oh, you. Is that, is that what you were attempting? Yeah. <laughs> I see. Uh, we, should, we should watch a movie called That. <laughs> Damn, well, there is a them. Uh, it episode while eating a sandwich in my parked car outside of a grocery store. Don't judge my lifestyle. Wait, so... Are you eating the sandwich and then going to get more food afterwards? Or is it like, did he make the sandwich? Did he go to the grocery store and assemble a sandwich in his car? I think that was, no, I think it was maybe a deli sandwich. And it's like, thank God I'm finally at my car when I can eat lunch. Yeah, I agree with that. You don't want to be eating in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's like the saddest tier. Have you I ever think... done a walk-in bag of like you buy something and then you're just walking around noshing on it and you you pay for an empty <laughs> bag at the end of the, the yeah. grocery store? Trust me, I ate this. <laughs> <laughs> just swipe the bag. I don't trust myself to actually pay for it, which is the thing. I feel like I'd let that empty Doritos bag fly. Oh, they're Doritos and... now? <laughs> of course they'd be Doritos. A paper bag filled with Doritos. <laughs> uh, don't judge my lifestyle. When all of a sudden I felt my car swaying back and forth. My first thought was that someone was doing something horrible to my car, as is common in these parts. Uh, so I exited immediately and realized that they were in the middle, we were in the middle of a horrible earthquake. Thankfully, I'm okay, and my friends and family are okay as well. Yeah, this is the Mexico City earthquake, in case anyone was... It's the, the earthquake yes. of the year. Uh, yeah. But it was scary. Almost as scary as graphic descriptions of blood running down a bathroom sink and John Ritter doing all sorts of weird shit. John Ritter has an almost sex scene in that movie. Very close. That's an almost sex. That's enough to scare you. You don't need the clown either. First base stuff? (laughs) I think he only got first base stuff, and then that guy called him and was like, that clown came back. That that's a that's a boner killer. Oh, good, good. I, I was about to commit a crime, so that's good. Uh, keep on keeping on, Joaquin. Uh, and P.S. You're all wrong about Jiminy Glick. He is hilarious. Jiminy First, Glick came up in a previous episode. I guess so. I mean, I, I don't remember where that's from. But Amir, where do you stand on Jiminy Glick? Uh, I agree with this guy, Joaquin. I think he's hilarious. Okay, I really do. Yeah, and I'm. I don't. I'm not. I think many things are overrated and bad. Uh, so don't think I'm not like, I'm like just like an open pupil accepting all light. In. Sure. I'm pretty selective. And I, 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 granted, I haven't seen him in 20 years, but as the 13 year old Amir loved Jiminy Glick. I think it's a thing where I just can't do fat suits yeah, I think for the, the life of me. Fat suit I, killed it for well, me. I yeah. think you think that's appropriation, probably? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Like, you were all Fuck offended. you, Martin Short. Come on. That's the word I use this. to make fun of me. Uh, yeah, he's so funny. Earthquake stories. Anyone been in an earthquake? Oh, I got a great one. Oh, please. I got a great one. Do it up. Uh, born and raised in, sorry, born in Israel, raised in LA. We mm-hmm. had a big quake in 94, the day before my birthday. Ooh. January 17th, 1994, 5.7-ish uh, earthquake. I That's forget good. the exact amount. It's pretty big. Bookcases falling down. Mm-hmm. Neighbors running out into the street at like 4 or 5 a.m. Mm. Uh, fortunately, my parents' house was fine, you know, save for a little damage. But uh, my friend's house wasn't very good. So they, uh, their parents were in Israel, so they stayed with me. And my family for the next couple days, because, you know, aftershocks, you don't want kids alone in in their own house. Uh, One of my friend's little brother comes over with his 
prized possession that he needs with him at all times, a box of basketball cards, obviously. (laughs) These are, you know, Larry Johnson rookie cards, so you can't just leave them alone in a house. No, somebody's going to take them. Yeah. Was was (laughs) Luke Longley okay or not? Luke Longley was okay. He survived the trip. (laughs) Uh, We were playing football in my front yard area, Mm. and I was looking for a catch, a pass to catch, running, Looking over my left shoulder, I hit my dad's car that I didn't see. I hit a parked car, which is like a famous joke. You're so dumb, you hit a parked car. I hit a parked car and split my lip open on the box of basketball cards that my friend put on my dad's car. I am like, you know, drizzling blood, and I need to go to the emergency room. Keep in mind, this is the day after the biggest earthquake in like 40 years. Uh, So I'm going to the hospital. My dad is a doctor, so he speeds me past this long line of people waiting who are actually suffering (laughs) earthquake victims. This is a guy holding his other arm. Yeah, and it was like, sorry, my 11-year-old child cut his lip open on a box of basketball cards. We've got a boo-boo here. Sorry, excuse me, sir. We've got a really bad boo-boo. I skip the line and get little stitches, wake up the next morning it's the day after the earthquake i have a fat lip with stitches down my face and that's how that's how i turned 11 so that's a pretty good earthquake what story. uh <laughs> what did your friend say what, did you ruin any cards uh, i think he felt a little bit bad because it's like why did he keep his cards right there yeah. fortunately they were still in the box okay so again the Muggsy Bogues <laughs> fourth year NBA basketball player basketball card survived. didn't get any blood on it no blood on the well, no blood on the mugs i i have one that's almost as exciting uh, when the the uh, most recent one in New York, uh, I was sitting on the couch, uh, and I felt like the couch move, and I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And Steve said, "I don't know." That's the story. Wow, <laughs> that's really good. The it's, New- it's harrowing. The New York earthquake was interesting. It was very divisive because yeah. it was either like people were like, "This was the craziest thing that's ever happened in this town." When or was like, it? Hell, maybe like four or five years yeah, ago at this point. Right. Or oh, other people so just there. didn't even feel it. Yeah, I was there for that. Then. It yeah. was it was really bizarre. I just I, thought I thought my building was swaying because it was I was you know, I was in a high rise working or whatever. I was like, oh weird, the building is swaying. And then everyone's like, No, that's an earthquake. And it just then I like almost threw up because of nausea. <laughs> like it, wow. just, it just hit me immediately, kind of a thing. I didn't notice anything. Uh, no, I, think I, it's a, I think it's a false flag. I don't think it actually happened. <laughs> oh, I think really? it's a hoax. Mm. Truman Show esque. Yeah, I think so. It's all set up to make me feel bad about not experiencing an earthquake. <laughs> but this kind of reminds me of uh, I would uh, your story about the basketball cards. I hate ruining other people's stuff. Like, oh. you know what I mean? It's bad. I uh, I went, my first sleepover, I was playing with my buddy's Nightcrawler toy, and I broke it. Oh, no. And I didn't take responsibility. You, you did the old. Oh, I you put, put it that my, right back. Put it, put, it, put it in my pocket. Nightcrawler is missing. Wait, you broke it and then stole it? Yeah, it's not stolen. It's broken. It's basically, um, it's stealing. But it's also, <laughs> you stole something you broke. When, yes. When did you start sending the ransom letter? Yeah. <laughs> piece by piece. Especially because it's already broken, so you can send them the arm. Yeah. No, I just, you know, I, I felt really bad, and I didn't want to take responsibility. So it's like, now it's just missing, and it's not broken. Right. So that's yeah. it. Now it's a coward. Not, it's worse. What you did was worse. <laughs> I think I could beat that. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> um, I was like, oh, well, I want to see if my my friend is uh, awake, so I'm going to rat-a-tat on his window with this little rock, because that's what movies do. They yeah. do that in the movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so I throw the rock, and it goes right through the window, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> what time I was didn't this? Own a, well, we were in college. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're a grown man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't own up to it until recently. So he wakes up with a rock by his feet. 
Yeah, and he was complaining for weeks about like how someone like busted his window, and I'm just like, man, that's terrible. <laughs> oh man, you're wow, dude, I that's was a low. Shaheel. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Who could do such a thing? Not me. Uh, all right, Chris Cabin. All right. The first time you truly hated a movie. Dear WHM, I'm curious to know something. When was your first instance of truly, absolutely, 100% without question hating a movie? I can recall mine as it was one of the most vivid and yet most horrifyingly well-remembered moments of my entire life. Wow. Allow me to paint you a picture, won't you? Oh, please. You're gonna. (laughs) It was the year 2000. We were just getting over Y2K. Tuki- no, uh, we were fresh off of surviving. Oh, that is true. We <laughs> yeah, were fresh was, off of surviving joke. Y2K, <laughs> and we were all feeling really good. My father and I were planning to go see a movie together, as if as it was a tradition that we had started many years prior. The movie that we would go see were often terrible. Uh, end of days, Godzilla. But in my adolescent mind, I always seemed to find something enjoyable in them, and therefore I could overlook their flaws and just be entertained much to the chagrin of my father that was not the case on this day on this day my father and i went to see supernova the walter hill picture i've never seen it i never heard of it didn't it get an alan smythe did he alan smythe that or no i don't know i don't know for sure on that i i knew walter hill direct i think his name's on it oh no you know i'm thinking of virus oh which was kind of around the same time or red planet um which is like the same movie movie. Yeah. yeah yeah Um, okay. If you don't recall Supernova, I do. It is a pseudo alien knockoff that has some excellent actors turning in some truly awful performances, a plot that makes absolutely no sense, and a revolving door of directors. It also features the only instance of a super jacked James Spader, which is a strange sight to really take in. What year is this? I guess 2000, he was jacked. This is like, yeah, I thought thought he fell off the the cliff at that point. Yeah, was this CGI? That was probably right before he gave up, right before he started planning for his role in Lincoln and yeah. like starting ham 24-7. In 12 years, I'm going to be uh, in a Lincoln film, and I need to play an obese man. Yes. I mean, you have to think forward, like I do with Fawcett. See? It's all coming together here. It's so full of shit with that fucking Fawcett, I can't even tell you. We sat in the theater dumb, dumbfounded by what we were seeing on the screen, from Robert Forster being... Turn page over being turned into some sort of goop creature due to a space pod malfunction. Oh, no, I'm being turned into a space goop creature. Robert Forster. And George Clooney, you never loved her. Um, To Lou Diamond Phillips and Robin Tooney fucking all over this spaceship. And once again, Super Jack James Spader. We were trying to make sense of this incomprehensible mess, but our minds just couldn't. This guy's kind of selling me on Supernova, yeah. by the way. I, I didn't want to say anything. I never but... saw it. Now I want to desperately. <laughs> it's pretty boring, actually. Um, but James Spader is quote-unquote jacked in it. I'm talking about the Lou Diamond yes. Phillips and Robin Tooney sex scenes all over the place. Mm. That's something. Are zero they in gravity. zero gravity? I think so. Oh. I think that's the trick. Has anyone fucked in space? Do we know that for sure one way or another? Amir, have you fucked in space? I have not fucked in space, but I haven't had sex on Earth either. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm a bad person to ask. That uh, has to have been a, a, an experiment. Somebody had to. Yeah, I mean, somebody, like, somebody did it. That's like a. That sounds like a Russia thing. At the very least, Hank's Jado in the vomit comet while shooting Apollo thirteen. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, that checks the out. The five mile high club. <laughs> yeah, hand stuff has to happen at some point. Or, yeah, or the, yeah, hand stuff. The hand stuff. Uh, Sorry for saying hand stuff quite so many times. You get a T-shirt that just says "I went to space" and all I got was this lousy hand stuff. <laughs> I hand stuffed in space. <laughs> 
Uh, when we finally left the theater, my father looked at me and simply said, if you say I liked it, I'm going to be very disappointed. That's Jesus. a lot of weight, Dad. This this sounds like a tough dad. Mm-hmm. I reassured him by telling him that the film was awful and I hated it, and the two of us walked out. Thankfully, my dad didn't hit me. <laughs> Another Ray great hurrah. night at the movies. Oh, come on. A new bond formed in our mutual hatred of one absolutely terrible movie. Wow. So having spilled my story of woe, I ask again, what is the first instance where you truly hated a movie? Thanks for the laughs and more. Kevin. Huh. Like, um, truly hate it. I don't know, man. That's like, tough. in full? Because, like, I remember, I, I have the story where I walked, at a very young age, I walked out of Necessary Roughness just because I was bored to tears. I just uh, love the idea of walking out. I don't think I knew how to walk out of a movie at that age. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that you could do that. Like, also, you're, Necessary you're Roughness is a very entertaining movie for children. It's just as, like as a, a silly football game. <laughs> I just game. hate uh, Maybe it's just, it just, I guess it's a tell that I, I don't watch sports. I think but. I was saying Fumbalaya Fumbleruski for yeah. a really long time. <laughs> Kathy Ireland is a kicker. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Unnecessary Roughness now. <laughs> yeah, there's so much about that movie that I bet still works, is that, including all the Sinbad. I was going to say, is that Sinbad's best movie? Probably. Mm. Yeah, but... <laughs> It doesn't kind of count. That it's not a Sinbad movie. It's a movie that Sinbad happens to be well, in. That's why it's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> House guest is the please. House yeah. guest is. The I think best. as as the yeah the list of Sinbad starring vehicles, mm-hmm. it's House guest. It's got to be House guest because then you're also just like boosted by Phil Hartman supporting yeah. performance. So basically, unnecessary roughness is like the Godfather. No, to necessary roughness. Necessary, I apologize. Please. Necessary roughness is like the Godfather two of Sinbad movies. Like Robert De Niro <laughs> is in Godfather two, but it's not a. It's maybe one of his best performances, but it's not a Robert De Niro movie. Right. Similarly. Yeah. So with necessary rough. Interesting. That's yeah. right. And uh, let that be known. It's the first time Robert De Niro and Sinbad will ever be uh, compared <laughs> in such a way. Uh, I I saw Gone Fishing as a kid, and that was the one where I was like, oh, this is like literally terrible. Like I was a kid. I like Joe Pesci, you know, Home Alone, the whole thing, Danny Glover. And I was with, with my family, and I just remember, and it was a thing where the whole family kind of got in on it at the end. I was like, as we left the theater, I was kind of expecting everyone to like it. And maybe I saw that movies were wrong for the first time. But everyone was like, that movie stunk. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a crummy movie. <laughs> yeah, can you remember the first? I guess it's the first time you walked out of a movie, if ever. Well, the first walk, I see, because I had the thing where it's like, well, I paid, I have to sit here. Yeah. Until I started actually working at a movie theater. <laughs> when I was a projectionist, you know, then you just walked out. I walked out of that Matthew McConaughey dragon movie. Oh, uh, fire. Yeah. Rain of Fire. I walked out of You Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh, I heard that movie was pretty funny, actually. Uh, yeah, I kind of checked out when he was like beating a man to death with his feet. <laughs> that was a I'm thing. back in. <laughs> but I remember as a kid. I, I know had... what you're doing this weekend. Yeah. You're watching Necessary Reference, Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> Double feature. It's kind of a good weekend you're setting yourself up <laughs> yeah. for. Uh, a friend of mine for his birthday wanted to go see the Brendan Fraser uh, George of the Jungle. Mm. And I got like 20 As opposed minutes. to the Robert De Niro George of the Jungle. Yeah, so that's correct. <laughs> and and the Sinbad uh, George of the Jungle. Martin Scorsese's George of the Jungle. Right, yeah, that was the one with Sinbad. Yeah. Um, no, but I had had enough, and I, I faked having diarrhea and went out to the arcade. I was like, man, I can't stop going to the bathroom. I'm sorry, and left this kid alone. It was just the two of us. And I left this kid alone in the movie theater to watch Jungle or George of the Jungle. And just played arcade games for 90 minutes because I could not with that movie. <laughs> I walked out of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That checks out. Because I was like, well, that first movie was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like when you're young, you're just like, oh, well, movies are entertaining in some ways. Sure. But that one just tested me to limit. <laughs> it tested your might, you might say? Oh, yes. I, I, I like viscerally hating a movie, though. I don't think I like actually like actively hated a movie until Mystery Man. 
I think that was it. And I was like, <laughs> really? fuck this movie. And I just was like, nope. Like I walk, I think because at an early age, like my dad would walk out of movies. Yeah, you're dead. He would leave you in the theater? (laughs) Well, no, like my mom. You're walking home. (laughs) Was he trying to abandon you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, he came back again. You want to go to Jungle to Jungle, huh? (laughs) You want to go to Jungle to Jungle, huh? Well, I'm going to go somewhere else. That's that Tim Allen movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That kid went to my high school. Actually. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No, no, that's a different kid. Wait, Tim what? Allen? J- the kid from Jungle to Jungle that's was not a different Jonathan, kid. That's not no, GTT? No, you're thinking of uh, what's man the, of the ju- house? Man of the House? Man of the House with Chevy Chase. Oh, God, I feel like my world has been rocked. <laughs> so, yeah. I've been in an earthquake now. But, like, it was a thing where, like, <laughs> there was kind of an unspoken rule where you don't talk to the Jungle to Jungle kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he is. But he'd, like, spit on you? He's here and yeah. you're here. You know what I mean? He's like, a like super uh-huh. kid. Uh huh. Yeah, You're trash. what was his name? I don't remember. That's awesome. That's the point. <laughs> uh, and you knew him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. I hope he's listening. He's not, but if he if he was, that's a pretty sick burn. Uh, all right, it's me. So let's see here. Worst movie date? Did you? Uh, do I have a disgusting one? I seem to get stuck with the disgusting ones some of the times. I think this is a wrestling, uh, something about wrestling. Oh, well, here. that's pretty Spoiler disgusting. Alert, I guess yeah. we'll see what happens. All right, let's see. <clears throat> worst movie date. Dear WHM, longtime listener and first time writer. I wanted to share a story about my worst ever movie date, which includes a bonus celebrity encounter. Oh, I remember reading this one. This is actually quite humiliating. Uh, in middle school, I had a huge crush on a girl in my English class who drew all over the pages of her notebook. So she was a kid in a school. Yes. Uh, I remember her handing in homework once and passing it up to me. And there were tons of awesome dudes. All right, come on. Uh, He's still thinking about this girl, man. I, seriously, <laughs> this is a hang-up, man. Uh, I'm going to skip a little she bit. She was only nine, but she was really hot. <laughs> it took me four months, but I finally worked up the courage to ask her out via note. I drew all over it and passed it back. My heart leapt into my chest when she handed it back. Yes! with a bunch of smiley faces and unicorns around it. We talked a little and decided on going to see Galaxy Quest, since it looked funny. Can I call bullshit really quick? Because this guy uh, says that he's he's uh, very... Where's, sh- that, where's sh- that ticket stub? <laughs> no, no. He says, oh, I'm just, I was just a shy, awkward kid. You're asking people out when you're nine? That's not shy. That's not awkward. That's not, forward. That yeah, is very forward. Well, I made up nine. It's middle school. It says middle school. <laughs> but even still, I mean... Yeah, uh, 14. Before 24, I mean, I think you're pretty... <laughs> before <laughs> 24. I think you're... I don't know about anybody else, but... <laughs> Maybe I'm revealing a bit too much. Uh, my mom drove me to the theater and dropped me off so I could walk up all cool-like. Good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had even brought her flowers. This is a real deal date. Wow. 14-year-old mm. buying flowers. <laughs> That's a little romantic kid, huh? Uh, her oh, we dad- ate her out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm reading ahead. Oh, man, you can't yeah, skip. Yeah, continue. Continue. Sorry. Uh, her dad... <laughs> Her dad dropped her off and shook my hand, and she seemed really happy to see me and impressed by the flowers. Then he said, there ain't going to be no fucking tonight. Oh, that's not what I meant. Uh, oh, no, that was that was uh, Martin Lawrence in Bad Boys 2. Uh, then we made the mistake of going to see the movie. I'm not saying the movie is bad. The movie's really good. What are you doing? I'm kind of whatever about that movie, but let's continue. (laughs) Here's the thing. Those people that will tell you, like, you want a good Star Trek movie? You want a really good Star Trek movie? You watch Galaxy Quest. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'll watch a Star Trek movie. (laughs) Not a fucking Tim Allen movie. And don't kid yourselves. It's a Tim Allen movie. I don't care how good Alan Rickman is in that movie. That's a Tim Allen movie. And do not forget that. You're still reading. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the date. (laughs) This is what happens. These these rants pop up. Oh, it's about to get good. And then Tim Allen ate me out. (laughs) 
the mistake was all on 13-year-old Macy. This is why you don't date that young. The theater wasn't super busy, so we found a good seat. I was looking around the theater and spotted a very tall man a few rows down, presumably with his date. He turned to talk to her, and I realized I recognized him. It was WWF superstar The Undertaker. Oh. Come on. <laughs> First of all, why is he sitting in the front? He should be in the back. That's very rude, Undertaker. And, and that wasn't his girlfriend. That was Paul Bearer. Let's all just, you know, know this now. <laughs> oh, oh, the movie's about to start. I love Tim Allen movies, Taker. Oh, that guy's dead. Um, <laughs> he is dead. I proceeded to start talking about The Undertaker constantly for the next five minutes until the preview started. Oh, then I suggested, quote, let's move closer to The Undertaker so I can get an autograph. Okay, stop eating me out. <laughs> I gotta get to this fucking John Hancock. So, oh, man. About, so, Flowers, you're starting off really well. You impress sure. the dead. Galaxy Quest, And the then whole you're thing. evening it out with The Undertaker. You're yeah. going into bad territory That here. scale is starting to slide. Uh, my date seemed okay with this, but I'm sure she was starting to worry. I barely paid attention to the movie. I just kept staring at the back of Undertaker's head for almost 15 minutes. I, I, I would do the same thing. Uh, I kept expecting Kane to attack him or for him to summon some undead minions. Uh, I started watching the movie but couldn't get into it and started fidgeting around. My date asked if I wanted to go get dinner or something, and I said, nah, let's wait for The Undertaker. <laughs> no, say let's wait. For Pretend you're into the movie at that point. Yeah. I think you're in love with The Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> I went on a date with The Undertaker. <laughs> That's kind of you guys one row ahead. Except I said it really loud since in my child brain he would acknowledge me and not at all be annoyed. The movie ended and I kept waiting for Undertaker to get up so I could ask for an autograph since it would be rude while he was just sitting there. Uh, I realized he was trying to wait me out, and we sat in silence for another five to ten minutes until like the, an usher told us to leave. I like the Undertaker sitting in Sheila, we can't go. Sheila, nope, nope. I'm not getting up until this little weirdo leaves. <laughs> he's there. I know he's there. He's going to ask me to sign a receipt. Yeah, what are you bringing to get autographed? Popcorn bag, receipt, ticket stuff? Your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, Sheila, just look behind me. Is, is, is that weird little kid there? The weird little kid? Still, still, still. You're a wrestler. Are you not used to fan adoration? <laughs> Seriously, man. You're the Undertaker. You know what? The Undertaker's fucking off tonight. He's trying to go on a date to see Galaxy Quest. Uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. The Undertaker stood up and started moving really quickly to the exit. Good move, Taker. I shoved <laughs> past my date, knocking over her purse. I asked Taker for an autograph, and he just looked at me. His wife, I think was helping my date get her purse back together. Oh, and so that means, like, shit fell out yeah. of it. <laughs> All oh, over the God. place. It's embarrassing. She's probably got, like, three condoms in that bag. <laughs> three condoms, huh? You never know. 13-year-olds with three condoms. <laughs> A pre-written note that says, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, my God. No, none of this is happening at this Galaxy <laughs> Quest screening. Yeah. Uh, I will never forget what happened next. Taker got down on a knee to stare me in the eyes and said, was it worth it, kid? <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> and then walked away with his wife. I never saw him again, except for on TV. Yeah. Which doesn't count as seeing someone again, by the way. My date refused to talk to me and just left. 
In English class on Monday, I tried to apologize, but she just said, tell your boyfriend, The Undertaker, that you're going to be free this weekend. Sick burn. Sick burn, 13-year-old. No. You know, Sydney, his name is Taker. All right? That's what we have together. I was a huge jerk and deserved all of that, but looking back now, I do kind of wish I got an actual autograph instead of just an emotional slap to the face to remember Undertaker by. Thanks, and I hope to see you guys live in 2018. All my best. Mike, see, that's why you don't harass your heroes at movie theaters, Mike. I just love that. Was it worth it? Like, just... You hit her purse over. <laughs> Was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to you, right, Undertaker? <laughs> You're the man. Here we are. We're going to hang out now, right? Uh, I'm really bad with meeting, like, celebrity. Like, I remember I got a book signed by Michael Chabon once. Uh-huh. Uh, one of my heroes. And uh, I just totally spazzed out. I'm, like, really awful in that. I don't actually like meeting people that I'm really enamored with because just I'm bad at it. And I don't want to have that conversation. It's shocking that you're bad at something like that. <laughs> And for a guy like Shabon, too, you probably freaked him out. I, I definitely. Oh, I was, like, heavy breathing looking at him. Like, <laughs> you're a genius. His wife, <laughs> his wife was like, is he gone yet? <laughs> and then he looked at me and said, it wasn't worth it. Uh, anybody else some bad celeb stories? Um, I once waited, like, four hours to get an autograph from Billy Corgan. Smash Pumpkins were playing our mall. Yeah, that was a sad day. They played. It wasn't just playing the mall. It was playing the FYE in the shitty mall. And Bad times. So the way it lined up is it was all the members of the band, and like each one, they were all of them were very nice. But Corkin was at the very end, and he had a bodyguard to hold the posters down and everything. Uh, so I go, I I'm, I said hi to like Jimmy Chamberlain and all of them, and like this was all, still like they were. It was like Jimmy and Darcy, like everybody. This was still like in the band at that point, right when Adore came out. So like they were oh, still okay. around. Okay. Um, and I just remember coming. Billy Corgan had like this mountain, and this will tell you what happened to him. A mountain of Taco Bell there. Yeah. And like, I like I, that. I just went up and I was like, I, I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much. And he just like, cool. Move on. Well, you were like the thousandth one at the mall that day. Yes. Well, probably 2000. Yes. But yeah, that was, that's about, I was sweaty. Did they play a show or was it like just like a couple songs? They played like three or four songs in the middle of this mall. Like it felt, I kind of was like, what are you doing it's, here? It's sad, man. Well, it's, I saw in, in a similar mall situation, Aqua. Wow. But it wasn't like, I was like walking by and they were like, hey, the Barbie girl people are singing in front of this other FYE. And then the concert didn't last long because she didn't even make it to the chorus and some dude like made a reach. Whoa, what? And that shit got shut down. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's seeing Aqua in yeah. concert. Eric, we saw you do it. So <laughs> <laughs> The Undertaker asked that guy, you just ruined Aqua for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> He said, call me Ken, and he sort of lunged for her <laughs> booty, her buttock. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of some like embarrassing things. I had to, I had to help Martin Scorsese and his wife into seating one time uh, at the Burns, and uh, that, was, that was the only time that it got – I couldn't even talk. Yeah. I got, like There was like a hand like, it was very nice. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's fine. Where's my seat? <laughs> we reserved handicap seating. It's supposed to be over here. And then they sat down and watched this like PBS art documentary, and that was it. The other day I was at. Uh, Ooh, the other day. Not the other, nice. okay, the other week. Well, right, still, let's like, be truthful. 
Like um, in 2017. Though. Yeah. I was yeah. walking down the street and there's an outdoor diner on Broadway called the Applejack Diner. Of course. Which very is famous, supposedly uh, notorious for Jackie Mason always being there. And I oh. saw him outside dining El Fresco and I was... Dining El Fresco? <laughs> I mean, yes, but that's hilarious. What does that mean, dining El Fresco? Outside. Outside. Really. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a really douchebag way to say you're well, eating I'm outside. talking about Jackie Mason here. We're also talking about eating at the Applejack Diner, dude. Come <laughs> yeah, on. That's a terrible place. Was he eating his pasta al dente? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have been. And I just was like, man, I should yell something about Caddyshack, too. <laughs> and I froze up and I was just like, let him go about his day. I don't, you know, he's a writer for Breitbart now, but I would love to yell at <laughs> How him. How is Jackie Mason? He's got to be 149 years old. <laughs> he's up there. He's yeah. up there. He's like, he's like, he's like, he looks like a California raisin. <laughs> He writes for Breitbart now? He does, like, vlogs for them. Oh, like, yeah. I don't you know, know what? Even this, uh, better. Obama. Yeah. Even better. Vlogs with Jackie Mason. Because he had his own YouTube ones that were getting political, and then, like, Breitbart offered him, like, money to put it on their site. Wow, he's a genius. I mean, they quite they have quite the roster. Him, Davi. Oh, oh yeah, Robert Davi Robert does Dobby, Robert Davi does it. I, don't they have, like, two other, like, mm, Jay, Scott Bayo list celebrities? J-list <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> Uh, all right, Eric Siska. Embarrassing Halloween. Okay, here we go. We had asked people for Halloween stories, so the, this is the first one we actually got. Embarrassing Halloween. Dear WHM, you wanted Halloween horror stories, so here you go. I should, uh, is this preface or preface? preface. Uh, you, you could say preface. I like preface. I'm so gonna you know out. alfresco. You <laughs> can't quite make your way through preface. <laughs> I need a breath of fresh air. I'm going to go Alfresco. Yeah. I, only, I only know certain things. <laughs> this story by telling you that, that uh, back in the day, I was what you would call a little asshole. Constantly causing trouble, pulling mean pranks, and just flat out bothering people. Thanks for the preface about yeah, all Join that. the club. <laughs> so I deserve everything I had coming to me. My favorite person to bother was a fellow shithead, Josh. Oh, I heard of this guy. Josh is the only person I ever fought. He bragged about being, and I quote, a ninja pro. Oh, one man. Day while, Kids are so stupid. <laughs> Go continue. One day while walking home from school, he displayed some of his ninja skills and, I, and lightly slapped me in the arm. Ah, that, that famous ninja move of arm slapping. <laughs> the That's art great. of slap fighting. <laughs> while it didn't hurt, it did knock my Dr. Pepper out <laughs> oh, of my yeah, hand, which soda. made me mad enough to kick his ass. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, you know what? I feel like Josh is a different version of this story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way Josh tells it. You know, we should tell this story like Rashomon. Like, get every single perspective. <laughs> After the fight, I was still very angry. This was uh, a large-sized fountain Dr. Pepper <laughs> that I had just purchased it. Josh uh, was trying to save you from a life of miserable diabetes. Can't yeah. about that. I stewed over this for a couple days and decided more action was needed. <laughs> Come on. Needed to be taken. I called up my best friend at the time, Jimmy. By the way, at the time, that's a falling out. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my question. What what does kick his ass mean? Like, is this, kid, is, this, is this kid in the hospital and you're trying to try to finish it? You're going to sneak finish it this fucker off. Turn off the respirator. <laughs> oh, my God. I decided I was going to pull the plug on Josh. We had devised a plan to take the pumpkins off of Josh's porch and smash them in his driveway. <laughs> the perfect crime. Oh, man, the pumpkins that his parents paid for. Turns out riding a bike and carrying a large pumpkin is more difficult than... <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> than we uh, had assumed. Jimmy s slowed as I sped up. His back tire and my front 
tire collided and we both hit the ground. I laid on the asphalt covered in pumpkin guts <laughs> with a broken arm <laughs> as Jimmy rode off, leaving me for dead. <laughs> I don't understand something. Why are they riding away with the pumpkins? The plan was to smash them in the driveway. Or maybe they were grabbing pumpkins to go to Josh's oh, house. Yeah, I guess so they're stealing pumpkins on top of this. Yeah, this is a, it's oh. a crime spree at this point. Soon after, Kung Fu Josh, what, is it ninjutsu or Kung Fu? Yeah, let's, you let's know what, let's get our out. story he's, straight. He's a ninja pro, so it just covers everything. Uh, <laughs> it's a real catch-all. Blanket statement. <laughs> Krav Maga, the whole thing. And his mother came out and took me to the hospital. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doing a prank and then having to go to the hospital. Taken by your enemy's mother. <laughs> Sitting in that waiting room, sandwiched between Josh and his mother, was the most awkward 90 minutes of my life. Not a single word was spoken. And the shit-eating smile never left Josh's oh, face. He's man. earned it, honestly. He did. Ninja Pro earned this one. Yeah, I'm on Josh's side. Yeah, totally. Even though, Team Josh, Josh, even though Josh probably doesn't like our show. <laughs> Later that week, I showed up to school in the same costume I had worn for the last three Halloweens, Jason Voorhees. It was the go-to. You just put on a bad flannel shirt, and all you had to buy was that mask. And that <laughs> costume comes back. I did it's this evergreen, for man. years. It's an evergreen costume. Wait, so you didn't cosplay to like just you know, throw mud all on yourself and smell like shit? No, dude. I was in it purely for the candy. Because, oh, okay. yeah, Jason was shitting himself. He had to it's, have been. Oh, all the time. <laughs> Pisses and shits. <laughs> Nobody quite uh, uh, understood why my version of uh, Jason had a cast, <laughs> but that didn't stop every single seventh grade boy and some of the girls from punching me in my broken fucking arm. Oh my God. That was a cruel school. Kid. Is this Battle Royale? <laughs> Kids are terrible. Then they, then they burned him alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he started haunting that school ever since. <laughs> Yeah, and then he wrote this uh, yeah. as a ghost from one of the computers. <laughs> oh, ghostwriter. Yeah. Dude. I like it. Not sure if you'll read this on the show or not, but I thought I'd share. Thanks for the years of quality entertainment. You guys are fucking great. Happy Halloween, Gary. Well, happy Halloween, Gary. Happy but Halloween. I still think I'm on Josh's side. One, two, Gary's coming for <laughs> you. Three, four, better not break your arm. I, uh... One time I tried to, I was trying to impress my friends, and I might have told the story. I put it, I was drinking, a, I finished drinking a snap while I was walking down the street. I was like, hey guys, watch this. And I shoved it under somebody's tire. I'm like, this is badass and cool. And then this grown man <laughs> jumped out and he was like, why are you doing this to my dad's car? And I was like, I, uh, uh. And he's like, you know it's going to break his tire, right? You know that's going <laughs> to totally ruin his tire. And he's going to have to spend $200 to get a new tire. Why would you do this to my dad's car? And I, uh, uh, and I had to like pick it up and apologize. Did you start crying? No, I did not start crying. Okay. But I, this guy was like a massive dude. And he was like, <laughs> it was very, like, he didn't want to hit me. Was it worth it, kid? I, he, he didn't want to hit me, but I wish he would. Like, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. one, of, it was one of those dressing downs where I'm like, I just hope physical violence comes in and just cuts the story. <laughs> it would just be easier if this guy just slapped me across the face with his big Bronx ringed hand. Exactly. Yeah. Look, man, I was just trying to do something before Adventures of Pete and Pete come on. <laughs> Could you just... Any other pranks gone awry? Uh, you were... Gone awry? Johnny, you, got, you had your fake share, fair share of pranks back in the day. Yeah, Did you have that... any like blow up in your face uh, horribly? No, one time uh, in college, uh, elevator door is closing. I'm in it with a friend. Um... A lady is on the other side of it, and for I forget the exact reason, but I like basically took a bite out of cookie and threw it at her, <laughs> sort of like being like a fake cool guy. But as I threw it at her, and the doors were closing, it hit her in the eye, oh. 
oh. God. She's like, ow, that, you hit me in the eye. And then she pressed the button so like the elevator doors just reopened. She's like, why'd you hit me in the eye? Oh, no. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know we'd have this. I thought it'd be like throw, boom, gone. And now I'm talking to you. And I'm sorry. Should I get out of the elevator? Oh, no. It's the conversation that you don't want to have. Yeah, it's where like, it's like, I get it. I did it. I'm sorry. I messed up. Yeah. Uh, I was... Uh, at the same multiplex I grew up working in, I was cleaning a theater one time with a bunch of other staff members, and I found an umbrella that someone had left. And it was like, time to be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I took the umbrella, and I like swatted it so it inverted. And it was like, oh, isn't this so funny? Some idiot left this umbrella. And the rest of the kids cleaning the theater were like frozen and staring behind me. And I turn around, and there's this massive dude just standing there wearing a raincoat. <laughs> But not holding an umbrella. Is it the guy from I Know You Did last summer? <laughs> he had his slicker? foot can. Yeah. And his, his, his fisherman outfit. And I just sort of looked at him and put it together uh, instantly. And then had to do the fold the umbrella back to the way it's supposed uh-huh. to be. And it was kind of difficult and took longer than it should have. And gave it back to him with like a, here you go. And just got a, yeah, thanks, and walked <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, thanks is how you want that to end. Yeah, because it could have really ended with a punch in the face. It was a, it was a nice umbrella. I have a good one, and this is intensely embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So in middle school, we found out that one of our substitute teachers, the one who came a lot, um, he also worked at like a, a local like newsstand, like a bodega, except for it's in the suburbs. Did he come a lot there too? Or? Yes, oh, he come did. on, I need all to... over the yeah, wall. Yeah, I Steve. thought about saying something, but uh, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> You're a bigger man than me. What the, he was like number one sub. Was that the idea? He was like the I popular mean, he, guy. He, he did it a lot, and then like he had the regular sweater. His regular job was uh, at in Newton Plaza. Okay, so just he worked at a shop, like yeah, a like convenience with, store type yes. thing, um, and. So me and my friend, the same friend that got me into the shit on the bus from the last uh, mailbag there, um, he, he was like, you know, it'd be funny if we stole something from a shop. Oh, that's not funny so, at all. So me being an idiot, I said, yeah, man. You were so, a bad kid. <laughs> so you emptied the register. <laughs> I came in with a gun. Give me the cash. As a joke. <laughs> as a goof. I bought a gun. Um, so no, I, I went and... Uh, because I was like 13 at the time. I was like, ooh, porno mags. Oh, man, lifting oh, porno what? mags. This so is... it was like a penthouse form. It was a smaller one. Oh, uh, you took the literature? The digest size. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it still had pictures in it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Um, so I, I I, got it in my pocket, like, looked around and everything. And like the guy didn't see me. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I walked right out. A guy held the door for me. Let the door close. And he's like, hey, man. You want to put that back? Oh. I was like, oh, what? And he's like, I'm a police officer. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a police like, officer. Uh, do you want to go and put back the thing you stole? Oh, back shit. And I was like, uh, uh, sure. Wow. Sure, sure, I'll do that. And he, he's like, yeah, let, let me help you do that. And he opened the oh, door back. Man. Oh, man. that stinks. And I just, like, openly, didn't try to hide it all, just placed it back where it was. <laughs> Here's your pornography back, sir. <laughs> and and the, the kicker is is that I did have this guy as a substitute after, and he did not look at me once. Oh, well, you you, know, you got caught stealing his porno, man. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's unforgivable. That's his living. That's his, that's his product. Slinging porn. Uh, all right. Amir, you're up. Oh, boy. Now I just read words. All right. Sound it out. That's fine. I can do this. Worst. 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 
worst. Parent. I'm so sorry. I am almost done. Parents. P r i n p r a p a r e. Parents. It's pronounced parents? preface. Preface. <laughs> <laughs> this is going All right, great. I got it. Worst parents ever. Hello. Ever actually. Oh, Ivar. Worst parents. Ivar writes. Hello, gents. First of all, love the show. You provide your listeners with the gift of laughter, which is a great gift indeed. Thank you for everything you do. All right, that didn't apply to me, so I'm just going <laughs> to move right along. It was nice to hear someone else read it. Does <laughs> <laughs> this guy have a monocle Wait, on when it. he wrote this? It's your network, man. You're helping out. That's, that's all you wanted me to read? <laughs> I think you've given someone the gift of laughter at yeah, least Yeah, by proxy, by proxy. All right, anyway, the most, uh, the most prominent memory of going to the movies occurred at the tender age of 11. My parents, who didn't really go to the movies, wanted to see a horror double feature on a lazy Sunday afternoon. I don't recall seeing many horror movies at that point in my life. I may have seen parts of Halloween or Friday the 13th, but nothing much beyond that. And boy, oh boy, was I about to have my eyes opened. First up was 1983's Videodrome. Come on. Oh, man. A, a film that you have referenced many times and a film that is every bit as fucked up as you say it is. I vividly recall seeing a man shove a VHS tape into his gut slash chest vagina. That's uh, that's noted creep James Woods, of course. God. Oh, interesting. Who's now a terrible human. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Thank yeah. God for Twitter. <laughs> now we know he's bad. Uh, Somebody put a bad tape in his tummy and he turned into a weird ass. <laughs> yeah. huh. Now he's in Twitter dome. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm 11, so I get the hell out of there and I hit the Ladybug arcade machine right nice. outside the corner. Now we're talking. I feel uh, like I would have stayed for Video Drum and just see where that goes, man. After the first movie, there's a brief intermission, so I headed back in for round two. The second movie was the most disturbing film I have ever seen. What was it? 1983, that year, 1983's <laughs> Extro, X-T-R-O, a film that is forever ingrained into my mind. You guys know what this movie is? Yeah. I it's, don't. It's, it's, it's pretty fucked up. Got it. Here's a summary. A father is taken by aliens. He later returns, changed. I vividly recall the father, the father biting his son on the neck. Oh. There were totally fucked up humanoid grasshopper things lurking in the weeds. And the scene I'll never forget, a woman gives birth to a fully grown man. <laughs> He literally rips his way out of her womb like a stripper popping out of a birthday cake. Oh, Lord. For some reason, I didn't go play Ladybug this time. I watched the whole damn movie. Was I in shock? Perhaps. Years later, I rented XTRO to see if I was just as disgusting as I recall. And yeah, it was. What horror movie has left an imprint on y'all? Yours truly, Adam from Michigan. Oh man! Well, first of all, I gotta rent extra. Or it's it's really it's really cheap. So all this stuff, it's it is. I mean, it is really fucked up and gross. But it's also just like they're kind of like ew. Yeah, like not not like what they're doing. It's just like the cheapness of it. Ew. <laughs> oh, this movie's so cheap. It's like everything's ew. like wet and dusty. Like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What is that? Uh, what's the movie, Kevin? Um, a Serbian film? No, well, it's a Serbian film, yeah. But no, that's uh, that's like the go-to. No, the one with uh, the homeless people are getting in the goop and they're like melting. Oh, Street Trash. Street Trash is a disgusting movie that I couldn't get through. That was like a how many times can I watch a human being like crumble into Nickelodeon gack? Yeah. And, you know, they just <laughs> add like cheap screaming sound effects. Like the one mutant in RoboCop, yeah. that's that whole movie. It, yeah. I've uh, I can't get through Dead Alive. It's just it just the the, the old lady eating the soup and the face oh, and goes her in the face soup falling and just, in the soup. It's one of those things where I just 
I can't look at soup sometimes. If I see an old man eating soup, I'm like, get out of here, sir. I don't want to deal with you. It's a Peter Jackson movie. I watched uh, like half of that movie with my grandmother, and I was like, I should change this. Yeah, yeah, I should change this. Wait, did you get to the old lady eating her face in the soup? Her face dropping? I don't. I think there was stuff with the dog, too. Yeah, there's some dog stuff going on. Yeah, I think around the dog stuff, I I sensed Granny wasn't feeling it. But um, this movie's got dog stuff in it. One time when I was a kid, my uncle was visiting, and he was watching one of the Hellraiser movies and I was a little kid I was walking around the corner I was like wait a second there's a naked lady on that TV right mm-hmm. I'm gonna see where this goes yeah sure oh wait now her skin's ripped off of her body <laughs> oh, so now no. I see a, a, a fully naked woman that is fully skinless <laughs> yeah the hottest woman <laughs> <laughs> well it left an imprint on me is yeah. that the one where she gets eaten by the statue I, do- I didn't stick around okay well that's the third one no spoiler Um, I guess like not from like from a kid, I can't remember like one where I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Um, but I will say, picturing like a little kid, you saying that, "Holy fucking shit!" The grossest movie, like the one where I was just like, "Oh, I gotta like take seven showers now," <laughs> is uh, Harmony Corinne's Trash Humpers. Oh yeah, oh. that thing is difficult to get through on almost every level. And there's there's a there's a murder in it, so I'll call it a horror movie. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrific um, movie. It's really disgusting, and like all like the old person stuff is like really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. Honest, I was terrified of the first Leprechaun when it came out. I was just. I thought that that was like the scariest a movie could be. With... Well, because you just have a thing with little people. No, it's just it's yeah, it the, the sharp cor- teeth. The corny jokes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, it's just something about it. I was like, this little goblin's gonna bite my ankles or something, man. I, I didn't need it. Yeah, you don't want that. The belly pot of gold thing really disturbed me. That was his uh, he, he, he belly, his yeah, gold yeah. vagina. Are you Amir? Are you you just you stone faced man? You don't you, you you don't get scared of anything? Huh? Uh, not that I don't get scared. I I purposely avoid horror movies because yeah. I don't like being scared. I remember seeing <laughs> Child's Play too young. Oh, that'll, oh, that'll do it. Yeah, every time a little doll screaming Latin at a eleven year old boy, <laughs> just like staring at the movie. It's like, why don't we just watch Lion King? Like, why is this a good emotion? Because then you have to go back to your own toys later and be like, okay, yeah. hey guys, we're all yeah. cool, right? Anybody here talk Latin? <laughs> you throw that my buddy and me right in the garbage yeah. after that. <laughs> Give each one of your toys a skittle just to pay it off. <laughs> Please don't steal my soul. Man. A, I mean, that's really a genius move on that movie's part, though, because not only is it a doll screaming Latin, they're like, who could we get to do this voice? Oh, Brad Dourif. Yeah. He's got one of the most terrifying voices. You, and he's got that Chucky growl or like this, <laughs> which is like all of those movies have that. It's fucking bone chilling. So I totally, totally get that. Scary as shit. There's a new one. What the fuck is it Curse called? Chuck? No, the Cult of Chuck. Yeah, we're doing the Cult now. Chuck's back? Yeah, he's yeah. back, man. And, uh, and nobody told anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we just found out about it. It's apparently been out, right? Or I, yeah, I guess I for a couple out, of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the one where Chucky replaces the paintball with real bullets in that game? That's Child's Play 3, which we did an episode on a few, a few years ago. It takes place in a military school. Holy shit. There's a fat kid who jumps on a grenade in that movie. Pretty great stuff. <laughs> it has to be a fat kid. And then it ends on in a carnival for some reason. Yeah, sure. All right, so this is the last one. Steve uh, Sadak. Uh, all right, so I'll read you the title that it, uh, that it, uh, that I wrote down, and then I'll tell you what the real title was because I printed this at work. <laughs> the title uh, that I wrote down was Psycho Experience. The title it was sent over was Psycho BJ Experience. Oh, I see. And I didn't want to just, oh, be, you know. Yeah, you don't want to get those 
caught with those BJs coming out of the printer. So that someone's NSFW for sure. Someone's just printing blowjob stories at work. Like, <laughs> so uh, why did you leave your last job? <laughs> uh, I was fired for printing blowjob stories in the community uh, printer. <clears throat> uh, let me dive right in. Please do. I lost my virginity. This, is this isn't me talking. This is the writer of the story. Right. right. Sure. Uh, I lost my virginity while my favorite movie was playing in the background. Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. <laughs> it was with his mother. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of uh, Halloween related. Uh, for, oh, by the way, this is written by a lady. Uh, she asked, name was withheld uh, for obvious reasons. I meant her mother. Though. Her mother, yes. Yeah. Uh that's sort of uh, Halloween-related but for this month's mailbag, but the real horror story happened a few weeks before that. Uh, oh, it's like a story within a story. I like this. This uh, is some great writing. Uh, I was starting <laughs> to date this guy, the same one I lost my psycho virginity to. Yeah, you don't want to switch up in, a couple, in just a couple weeks' time. Uh, and a few dates in, he invited me over to his place to watch some movies. We Everybody all know knows that. what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Please. like the pre-Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I've been told means that. <laughs> Yes. Uh, right, like Netflix and chill. Yes, like, come over and let's, let's get fucking. It just means fucking. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, now, it just means fucking. <laughs> you don't need Netflix. No. It's less cute. Uh, it doesn't really fit on a t shirt. Just fucking. Most, <laughs> yeah. And most people are doing Hulu anyway. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Wait, he doesn't have a Netflix account. Uh, now, I was naive and hadn't dated much, so I had no idea what the code was for something else. Uh, when we get to his place, he excuses himself to use the restroom. Well, I was given a task to choose the movie from his collection. I noticed Disney's Hercules and decided to pop that on. This is the one. It's like animated with like I think doesn't like David Spade do a voice. No, no, this is uh, it's David just, I mean, Spade. That's Emperor's, Emperor's New. Oh, yeah. pardon me. This is yeah. Tate Donovan. This was Tate Donovan's big jam. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, J- James Woods is in this actually. Pre damages. <laughs> yes, <He's>, <laughs> James Woods uh, rightfully plays a villain. That uh, works. He plays Hades himself. Uh, see I, his animated chest vagina. Mm-hmm. I noticed he had, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, after all, we bonded over our extreme love of Disney when we first met. When he came back from the restroom, he looked at me quizzically, but just shrugged. Uh, he made his way halfway through the movie, and we got to kissing and touching. Made his, made his move halfway through I'm the sorry, movie. He made Very his, important. I apologize. We, he made his move halfway through the movie, and we got to kissing and touching. I was so, e- I was so eager to finally get close to swiping my V card. Now, that's an interesting use there. Swiping. I thought you get rid of your V-card. Yeah, you get rid of it. You drop it. Mm-hmm. But swiping <laughs> implies that you're also going to then use it later. Yeah. <laughs> so just... you're, you're opening a virginity, a virginity checking account. <laughs> Overdraft fee. Uh, that was dumb. And Continue. decided to unzip his pants. I don't think I have to say what happened next. But you better. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, while we were really getting heavy... One of the cutesy songs of the movie started to play. Aren't they all cutesy? It's a Disney animated film. It was... Be prepared! Oh, yeah, actually, you're right. Uh, Jeremy Irons singing that song with a bunch of Nazi-esque hyenas. Well, I think this so was... Light. A, the, Hercules specifically had like a bunch of like Motown kind of backup singers going on. Like, Did Hercules, really? here we go! Kind of stuff like that, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's... <laughs> Wait, what was it like? I'm not doing that again. Oh, right. <laughs> that was a one and done. Uh, it was... One of my favorites, so I found myself humming along while also performing the dirty deed. Hence the hummer. Mm-hmm. That's ah. I 
think I was so caught up in the music that I didn't notice my teeth sunk into him. Oh, uh, what? He obviously jumped back and cried out in pain. Obviously. He clutched himself in the corner for some time <laughs> while I was mortified and started crying and oh, having oh. a panic attack. Oh, come uh, on. Uh, while we were both a mess, uh, luckily, oh, we were both a mess. Luckily, I didn't bite too hard, and we actually found ourselves getting back into the deed later. That you came wow. back from crying, dude. Like not for nothing. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, it sucks that she bit whatever. But like, how do you come back from crying whilst an or while a blowjob's going? and a panic attack? I think what the solution was they put on Little Mermaid. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it, yeah, just that's got, it. it just got fun again, fun um, and fancy free. <laughs> Under the sheets. <laughs> Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. <laughs> oh, oh no. that's... it's all right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to say we're we're still together a few years after this incident, and now find it funny. Wow, pulled through. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Uh, we also love to co- quote your uh, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice episode together. Thank you so much. Uh, my question is: Do you guys have any stories? of movies during sex that have gone embarrassingly horribly wrong or whatever. We do not. Thank you so much yeah, for listening. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Great, <laughs> great one, guys. No. Uh, again, we're all waiting to lose our virginities here. Uh, I'm waiting to swipe wait. that V card, man, someday. It's like chip enabled at this point. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, the chip card. It's harder to put in now. Yes. Yeah, but easier to protect your identity. Yeah, it mm-hmm. takes that. a little longer, which is good, I guess. It takes a little longer. Yeah, I only have a virginity savings account. <laughs> I just can't. I still can't get over like weeping in front of someone and then like getting back into cool guy mode to make it go around. Like I think it took it took hours. They probably went out to get a meal. They showered. Yeah, bed. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are left out. It's a real like span of time kind of thing because you can't just Hercules wasn't still on. When that I, resumed, I'm also I, having a panic attack while Hercules is in the background is just a really funny image. I just feel like hooking up during a movie. You don't want to. Cartoons are out. Cartoons are totally out of the question. Well, she's saying she didn't know what the score was I, here. But let's 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 settle the score. I think you want a boring movie, like like a a sort of courtroom drama is kind of where, where you want to be. The like Pelican Brief. The Pelican <laughs> Brief, I think, is a perfect <laughs> choice because there's just a lot of like research going on, and yeah. that's that's the time you can't when you... really hum along to that. <laughs> No, you cannot. There's a couple of James Woods courtroom mm. dramas I think you could sneak in there, too. Horror isn't even that great, either, because then it's like, is are you being aroused by the violence, or yes. what is happening? The answer is yes. The answer is absolutely <laughs> yes. Well, that's WHM Mailbag for this October, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, as always. And thank you so much, Amir, for hanging out. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for being on HeadGum. We, we really appreciate having you guys here. You have a very nice studio here in Los Angeles. Hey, whenever you guys are willing to make the move, this studio is open available to you guys whenever you want. So Sounds. please come back soon. Sounds awesome, sir. For more WHM, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over at HeadGum. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Cabin. Steven Sadek. Eric Siska. Amir Blumenfeld here, (laughs) reporting for duty. Take it easy. I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes. That is what I... Time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. These sick fucks, you 
I've seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. What the fucking loser in the back? It was an excellent day for an exorcism. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>